Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On the Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Those are the treasured Old Testament words that have offered so much hope over the centuries. And in this unforgettable year, those are the words Carrie Job and Cody Carnes have brought us in a transforming new way in their hit song, The Blessing. Behind the beautiful message is an incredibly quick journey from idea to recording to release and so many stories of God's goodness. Carrie Job's full album that shares the single's name, The Blessing, is just available across the land and Carrie joins us today on the road. Carrie, at the risk of overusing the word, it is such a blessing and a treat to have you here. How's the day treating you? It's very good. I'm having a lot of laughs with you, so it's just... (laughs) It's great. <laughs> oh, thank you so very much. It is a treat to meet you. Uh, we're such fans of the music. And oh my word, this song, The Blessing. I mean, it has done something that mm-hmm. is just, it's right on time, isn't it? I mean, it, mm. just an absolutely incredible message that is so simple and yet so profound. <laughs> At the very beginning That's of this funny. message, though, is an incredibly quick turnaround, right? I mean, you you record this song, you basically turn on a dime and release it across the world. What was it about this song that you wanted to do that so quickly to make sure that we had this message now? You know, it's just pretty powerful because that weekend that we recorded it, we didn't intend to record it. We just had written it two days prior and we were like, let's try it this weekend, and which is pretty crazy. You don't usually try a song that quickly, but um, when we saw the response of the people in the room and just how powerful it felt, we just kept feeling like, man, something feels so potent about this song right now. And this was a week before the pandemic, you know, uh, started the lockdowns and all that in America. And um, we just felt really compelled to get it out. And so everybody just made it happen, which was crazy and very hard to do. But um, we were able to get it out on YouTube um, five days later from the day that we recorded it. And so, and then that was a week to the day that the pandemic um, was announced, that it was, you know, a big, big deal in America and all that. So just pretty wild timing. For you, after all this work that you go to that you describe so well, what has it been like to see how the message is just connecting in this remarkable way, you know, how it's filling us, how it is giving us hope at a time that, let's be honest, the invitation every day is toward worry and toward anxiety. But here is this song. What has it been like to see? It's just been really precious, honestly, 
to to be able to help people in the middle of a lot of fear and a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties. It's just been really, um, just really sweet to be able to have a song out there that we got to help write that's bringing a lot of hope to people. And even last night, we got this video sent to us of a family praying over their child in the middle of the night. He had had a seizure. And they were just, it, on the video, it said 3.05 a.m. And I just, I'm like, God, what a sweet, um, just a sweet thing to have a toll, to have something that feels tangible yeah. to help people to remember the promises from your word you know, which is what it is. And so it's really sweet. Do you ever get used to that? Are you ever prepared for that when somebody tells you that words that you have helped to write are something that has changed their life? I I, I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. what you feel and, and what a blessing that is. It's a huge blessing. And what's, what's really beautiful about it is it's how I, I, the only reason I ever wanted to start writing music is that's what it did for me. And I remembered saying to the Lord, I was 10 years old and this song was like really impacting me. And it was when I kind of realized that music can really help you come out of your own circumstances and have life and hope, you know, poured into you through a song. And I remembered saying something to God, like, God, I want to help write songs that help people pray. And just, I feel so honored that I get to do that over all these years. You know, what a sweet thing to help people do. I noticed uh, talking to your husband earlier this year, Cody Carnes, also worship leader, great songwriter and recording mm-hmm. artist as well. The way that he would talk about communicating with God is very similar to what you just expressed. It was, mm-hmm. it was remarkable the degree to which he wasn't speaking about it as you know, talking to a third party, but it was this conversation, this communication that was ongoing. Is that how you see it as well? It feels so real and so vibrant. Absolutely. And I, I pray that people that don't know the Lord like that, that they would just feel compelled to ask him for deeper friendship and, you know, deeper revelation like that. Cause it's so sweet to know that we can hear his voice, to know that it's not just about some kind of religion or, roles and regulations, that's not what being a believer and being in relationship with God is about. It's about Him being our Father. It's about the promises from His Word over our lives. And, you know, we're not promised that life will be easy. I wish we were, but we're not. But the beauty of knowing Christ and having relationship with the Lord is that that unexplainable peace and unexplainable joy that he brings because of who he is. And it's supernatural, you know, and um, it's really a precious thing to have that to, to draw from and to live our lives based on scripture and on tangible things of his presence and not just, Oh, I hope this happens or I hope I'm going to be okay. Or no, we can declare I know I'm going to be okay. God, I know that you're with me. I know that you're for me. And um, it's just that faith always moves the heart of God. And I love that about being able to be in relationship with him. Well, thank you so very much for going on the road with us today. Our guest is Carrie Job, the tremendous worship leader, songwriter, and recording artist. Her latest record shares a name with the incredible single. It's called The Blessing.
And Carrie, if we could just take a journey back for a moment to the writing of the song itself, because that experience sounded pretty extraordinary. These powerful words, of course, come straight from scripture. They really do, as it's been said, draw us to the heart of God. When you guys first get together in that room, what is the message that you want to convey with this track? I think there's a lot of songs that help people connect to him. And it's interesting, just the timing, you know, it's like, uh, if this would have come out maybe a year ago, maybe it wouldn't have had the impact that it's having, but the timing was so important from the heart of God, you know, it's like, wow, it's just wild that we're all together all over the world in a season all together where there's just a lot of unknowns. It feels very uncertain. People keep using the word unprecedented, but really it's so fitting because it just, it seems like, wow, we haven't all, the whole world has never been through something at all at the same time. Mm. And I think it's really sweet that God would give us a song, um, all of us, a song that we're all connecting with that is bringing unity in, in a time that's making us have to isolate. It's been so much warfare for so many people, so much, not just warfare, just it's like our, all kinds of issues are coming to the surface and people are, are realizing different things that they've never really fully realized before. Like all the things, just the racism uh, issues and the, it's like everyone's just very, very raw and vulnerable and real, which is actually really beautiful. Mm. And it's hard because it's very confronting but I think what's sweet is in a season that's really difficult, that there's just been a song that we've all connected with, whether whether we see things from a right side or a left side or upside down side or whatever <laughs> it is. It's like the truth from the word of God has not changed. It doesn't change. He's a God of faith. He's a God that's moved by faith. He's a God of principle. He's a just God. He's a righteous God. He's a sovereign God. And it's everything we do in life is spiritual. Everyone's looking for some kind of hope somewhere, you know. So to say that everything is spiritual, I think people connect with that. Wow. And and something that's just, it's just a principle that we will always see and understand, and that's of sowing and reaping. And there's fruit, I think, that we're seeing in America that it's been sown for years, and some of it's really beautiful and some of it's not. And it's like, hey, why not Why not just take this season to say, God, I don't want bad fruit in my life. Show me where all of that is. I, I don't want that in my life. And, you know, but songs like this, I, I think I went really deep, but songs like this, I think it's just been really sweet to have something we're all declaring, we're all being unified in, in a season that's been disjointed and have just those promises from God's word that don't change. Van, oh man. Thank you so much for describing that just beautifully and more fully. It really was a treat to hear you lay that out because I've noticed it's it's similar to what you've said elsewhere in that many of us looking at 2020 are saying, I want to get back to normal as soon as I can. But you have just straight up said you don't ever want to go back to normal. And that really is quite profound because maybe somebody looks at that and says, well, that's a little upside down, but no, you really mean it, don't you? You know, being kingdom minded is an upside down thing. It's 
you know, when the world would say, if you, if someone did something rude, you should hate them. If someone did something against you, you should fight them. If you, you know, it's all these like accusational negativity type things, but God does not work like that. God says to bless our enemies. God says to pour love on those that have poured hatred on us, says to turn the other cheek. And, you know, that's hard to do in the middle of something that feels really real and raw, but it's such a kingdom thing. And, you know, declaring the word of God is such a kingdom thing. It's not something that you see the fruit of immediately all the time, uh, but there's just such kingdom principle with that. You sow, you reap what you sow. And I want to, I want to sow godliness. I want to sow kindness. I want to sow into being able to reap fruit of joy fruit of hope, fruit of life, you know? So, you know, 2020, I think people are like, I hate 2020. It's been so <laughs> terrible. But I'm like, it actually, I think we're going to all look back and that whole phrase, uh, hindsight is 2020. Yeah. I, I think we're going to all look back at 2020 and realize our eyes were open to the real. Our eyes were open to what do we really think? What do we really believe? Are we really taking God at his word? Do I have issues of my heart? Do I have generational curses I'm living under? And I mean, it's just going to be, it's just so confronting, but really, I think it's a good thing. The one and only Carrie Job is with us today. And Carrie, you've done something that is so powerful in the run up to this release, which is you have spoken very honestly and openly about how a really tough time was in some ways the springboard to discovering so much of the hope that is woven through this music. And specifically, you've talked about your journey with postpartum depression and how that experience really led to the song, Your Nature. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think most women that have dealt with postpartum, you don't really fully realize it in the moment. You think, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's not what this is, you know. And then later you're like, yeah, that was postpartum for sure, you know. And um, so... Seven weeks after I had my second child, I was at home and, and Cody was on the road with Elevation Worship. And um, so I had a friend staying with me and I just was really dealing with a lot of sorrow, a lot of sadness and a lot of just um, kind of the whole grief season that I walked through with my sister. My sister lost a baby, stillborn baby um, at the end of her pregnancy a few years prior. And I, I think it all just kind of culminated all at once for me. I, I, I think just having a second child and just the fear of losing him, the fear of something traumatic, you know, just the torment of the enemy in that season was really difficult. And um, there was just this one crazy day that we went for a walk and my stroller got away from me on this hill and rolled down and fell into the lake that we were walking by. And my child uh, was in it. He was seven weeks old. And I had to jump into the water and save his life. Oh, my word. I know. And it was one of the most traumatic things, but honestly, one of the most life-changing for me in the spirit because... I came home from that experience and I got fierce. I, it was like my mama bear claws came out and I was like, that is enough. And I won't yell because I won't hurt your ears on this thing, but I went after 
the just my peace. And after the promises of God over my family, I just started to yell in my house in the middle of the night Hmm. that night, just like, that's enough. I'm not going to walk in this fear. I'm going to trust God. And God just used the phrase, Carrie, you need to know that my nature is good. And not just nature, like trees and, and such. I felt like he was saying, you need to know that my character is good. Hmm. And, and that even if something bad happens, he he's in it with us. He can help us through it. Like one of my greatest fears was my child falling in a body of water and it happened. And then I had to just resolve deep in my heart, even in the midst of something that's difficult, I will trust God and my faith is not going to be shaken. I'm not going to get offended at the Lord. I will trust God. And I'm not letting this fear and this depression and this sorrow and torment rule my life anymore. And so God just began to set me free from it. I was so thankful that, I mean, I cried for days. So thankful that the Lord protected my baby, gave me the fierce strength to jump into that water and save his life. Um, You know, it's like we can just walk around so timid and so scared and the enemy saying, what if this happened? What if that happened? What if, what if I took that from you? Or, and it's like, I think sometimes we just have to get really fierce and say, that's enough. I'm going to trust God no matter what it goes on in my life. I'm going to trust God. And um, yeah, so Your Nature is that song that came from that season. Being alive, that is, that is remarkable. Thank you so much for sharing that yeah. story. You know, Sorry, that's not like a that's not like a feel good story. That's a oh my gosh, what happened story. But I mean, it's just real, and I think so many people are walking through really real hard yeah. things. You know, yeah. But God is faithful; He really is, and and He He meets us in those places, which is really beautiful. And He never leaves us; He never forsakes us. the The way that He rescued helped me rescue my child that day. And just looking back at all of the, the miraculous things that happened around that event, he, random people showed up out of nowhere. It just felt very, huh. heaven felt really close. And, you know, you just look at those things and you just go, okay, God, you're faithful and I'm going to trust you. So this question actually kind of relates to that concept because there is this, sense of purpose, which is just, it's really woven throughout your whole story. At various points, I've read that you started singing when you were three and you referenced this before that when you were 10 years old, you felt that first call, that first pull to lead worship. And you were in fact doing just that by the age of 13. So a story like that makes me wonder a couple things. And the first one is, were there specific folks that came alongside you and pointed to the gifts that you had? to the musical ability, to the ministry heart, and really helped you discover that that is what you felt you were made to do. Totally. Absolutely. So many. They were always leaders. They were always um, just godly, like worship leaders, pastors around me. And, And I was really impacted by the prophetic. I got a lot of prophetic words over my life when I was young that really helped me hold on to what I felt called to. And they, 
they lined up with the Word of God. They were always confirming and encouraging. You know, it was just like, wow, I feel seen by God. So I would hold on to those things, you know, to just know, okay, I'm going to keep going this direction because this is where my my heart comes alive when I do worship. My heart comes alive when I'm doing ministry. And, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for all of that. The other thing that I do wonder over the course of a journey like yours where you've had this incredible purpose since you were so young, has there ever been a moment where circumstances have kind of conspired against you and you thought, well, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I misheard, Lord. Yeah. And if so, how did he communicate with you at that point? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, there's there's these like ebbs and flows in our lives. And there were times where um, I just would be in places where it seemed more like I was just hidden or like in a place of, of just having to serve and serve and serve. And there was even seasons where I'd be on worship teams and stuff and I wouldn't be asked to lead. Or if I got to lead, it was just like super short or small or, you know, and it was, but I, my mom and dad always reminded me of that scripture that I'm sure if you're faithful and little God, you know, God sees that. Mm. And, um, that my parents were always just super instrumental in just saying, God knows God's got his, his hand on your life. And, um, you just keep serving, just keep serving, just keep serving. And so, I did. And, and it wasn't because I was serving so I could get something. I really, really resolved in my heart in those seasons like, that, hey, I'm, I love this. Like, I had so much grace and joy to be in the choir, to just be on the background singers or, yeah. you know. There was one point when I was 21 that I sat down with my dad and was like, Dad, I just feel like everywhere with worship, the door just keeps closing. And I, I, I just kind of wonder if I shouldn't do this if maybe and don't laugh but I thought I thought maybe I should just go into dance because I I also loved (laughs) dancing as a child and um and I just thought maybe I should just like pursue something different and my dad said what do you want in the deep 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 of your heart what do you want to do I said oh dad I just want to lead worship and he said you hold on for dear life and God God's going to take you on mountaintops and valleys, but he's in all of it. And there's going to be seasons you don't understand and seasons that you do, but just keep your head up, keep serving and keep, you know, just following your passions. And literally probably a year almost to the day was when I got to record revelation song and God just, he just has a beautiful way of just making sure that he has our heart before he has our calling. Mm. He just wants us. He doesn't want what we do, you know? So he's used all those things beautifully. That is so lovely. Carrie Job has been with us today. What a, what an encouragement, what a blessing this has been. And I, I hope the same mm-hmm. for you, friend listening. Thank you so much, uh, Carrie, for being here. Of course, the song is called the blessing, the new record available Wherever fine music is streamed or sold is called The Blessing as well. If people want to keep up with you, you have this amazing social media presence. We didn't get a chance to talk too much about it, but uh, where can they find you on the web? Um, I am just Carrie Job. So um, I love social media. I love Instagram and Facebook. 
I love to just be encouraging and talk about Jesus and my family. So if you like that kind of stuff, that's what I talk about. <laughs> oh, we do very much. Thank you so much. I know it's been a, a lengthy day of interviews for you. Thank you so much for taking the time being with us today. Of course, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On the Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.